1: And now the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. And my next guest is Cheryl Cooper. And Cheryl um, is very interesting. Cheryl is the owner of Matches by Design. And it's a full-service boutique matchmaking, dating, life, and relationship coach, coaching-based firm. And it's in Houston. It specializes in helping professional singles find lifelong matches. And if you want to make the changes to find the life you deserve, uh, Cheryl can really help you. Welcome, Cheryl. Thank you.
3: I'm glad to be here, Patricia. Yeah. How's everyone today?
2: I think they're all good and they're listening. And, uh, and if you're listening online after the show, certainly you can contact Cheryl if you really are looking to meet the person um, of your dreams or you want to have a fulfilling relationship. Cheryl can help you. Cheryl, how did you get into this? I mean, you haven't been doing this for your whole life because we, you know, I mean, this kind of uh, professional matchmaking is, even though it's very old in some respects, the way we're doing it today is new. You know the way that True. matchmakers are operating. So, how did you get into this? What were you doing before?
3: Well, I was an, uh, a nurse before uh, for many years, and um, I, I'm a published uh, romance writer, so it was sort of a natural transition oh, to uh, a passion of mine. So, it it just one it was just seemed like a very natural thing to do.
2: Oh, so how long have you been working at Matches by Design?
3: Just since February of this year, so we're, we're oh. relatively new, oh. but, um, you know, romance and love and dating are not new to, to women in general, yeah. that's most yeah. of our passion, and, um, you know. Now,
2: do you I, work with both women and men, or do you work on behalf of men, or behalf of women, or how, how does it work in your, in your system?
3: Basically, uh, I, we use the executive search model. Men are the are my are my clients, mm-hmm. and women are basically the um, database are in the database registry, and we term them as candidates or members. They're basically the the, the free member, or uh, for a very nominal fee per year to you know to remain in the database.
2: Hmm. Okay, and. You know, this is this question is much too broad but <laughs> I'm going to ask it anyway. What are men looking for? Is there a commonality Cheryl, or is it very individual?
3: Well, I think a lot of us are as different. I mean, I think everyone generally speaking, we're all different as snowflakes, but when it really boils down to it, men really have the same needs that women do. And we're all looking for the same thing. We want someone to love us for who we really are Mm -hmm. and not for what we can give them, Mm -hmm. but for, you know, love, appreciation, you know, um, approval and acceptance, you know, and we all want to be needed for ourselves, not for what we can bring to the table so much as, you know, you know, how much money you have or, you know, what you can do for someone else. In that way, you just want to be supportive. And and I, I think men are pretty much the same as women. We all want the same things in, in a relationship.
2: Well, let me ask you this because your clients, as you say, are men, for the most part, they're men. So what yeah. is it that, that um, I guess the question is, there are two ways to ask this. One is, what are the mistakes you feel women make? Or we can rephrase that by saying, what are some things women should be aware of and do?
3: Well, uh, probably just to um, be the person that, I mean, to, to live authentically, to, to know what, who to, to, first of all, know who you are, what you want, and to be the partner that you seek and uh, live a happy, active, uh, single life, and in the more you express the person that you really are, the better chances you have of attracting the mate that you're looking for. Mm.
2: So, are there things that? One of the things I've heard, and several people have said this, that when you go out on a date, particularly on a first date, you don't start talking about your baggage. You don't talk about the old relationship, the divorce. You don't bash other people. You you don't go into that. Particularly, I would say, first, you agree with that. Yes, I do. What should you talk about on the
3: first date? Well, on the first date, you just basically want to get to try to keep it light and to have some fun. And, you know, you can ask some questions, but the best way you can do that is by sharing some information about yourself and then that opens the door and makes that other person feel more comfortable in sharing their information. It kind of, you know, breaks the ice a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So basically sharing a little bit about yourself and then asking some powerful questions that address the things that are important to you, which would be your relationship criteria. And these are the these embody the minimal requirements that each of us require for the ideal relationship right. for it to work with us.
2: Who hires a
3: dating coach? What kind of men would you say hire someone? Only someone who's really serious about a long-term relationship, because matchmakers primarily work with people who are commitment-minded. And generally, someone who will hire a matchmaker is someone who's quite serious about it, otherwise they wouldn't do that. Men, really, there's a gender imbalance in today's dating world, and um let 's face it the odds are more in the guy 's favor uh, they 're mm. more in the chooser, so to speak, because there 's a lesser number and it 's uh, you know it's it 's what the market will bear and you know supply mm-hmm. and demand so, mm. so to, to put it bluntly but uh so basically so, you know what i 'm sorry, go ahead no go ahead basically, just you know uh be yourself and and be authentic. Be the person that, you know, that you're looking for. And that's really the best advice that I can give. Just, you know, go and try to have a, a meaningful conversation. Uh, but have some exchange of information. Don't interrogate them, you know. Mm-hmm. They want to, you know, and you, know, you shouldn't dominate the conversation. You know, keep it natural and, and uh, yeah. let that other person engage
2: Now, in in the kind of service that you have, which is professional, for professional dating and for men, do you find that um, there is a difference between the type of man that will hire you to find them the right woman Versus someone who might go on a, day, a regular dating or an, a, a paid dating site, but they're not getting that professional matchmaking. Like a match or an eHarmony or um, you know, Our Time or OkCupid okay or any of those. Do you find there is a difference in the type of not only service, but what the, what the man will receive? Because they are paying considerably more than they would pay on an online dating site
3: um basically, I think a, a man that would do that would be more interested in finding a quality a woman of high value let' let's, let's put it that way uh, someone of high value with boundaries and normally with, with education, education. Uh, I'm hearing kind of a bit of an echo so I don't know if it's the phone or whatever but uh, with you know someone of high quality of real value and generally speaking it's someone that does that does not have the time they're busy have a very busy schedule and do not have the time to go out and spend the time in screening but you know some people do a little bit of both you know some do online dating and offline, which is matchmaking, you can do, a, you know, both. But you know, it just depends on what kind of time frame that you have, you know, because it's it's a commitment. It takes time to to, to screen and you know
2: to you know and so, so let me ask you this so when you when you then share the photos of these women with these men who are then you know they are hiring you to help them find the woman so when they look at the after they look at the photos and i assume that's the first thing that's the first criteria is that the person has to have the kind of look they want or they have to be attractive to them when they look at them so once that's taken care of What's the next thing the man is looking for in a woman?
3: Uh, basically someone that is able to, who's comfortable in her own skin, so to speak, mm-hmm. and someone that is has very similar values Interest, values belief system and mm-hmm. lifestyle, mm-hmm. and, and personality. Your personalities yeah, have to be compatible. It's, so there's right. many things that are in the mix. It's not just a physical Right. An attraction. Let's say that that's our first engage, right. but you know that you'll get a second glance from 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 another person. But it really boils down to uh, personality, your values and belief system, and what the, your relations. The minimums uh, requirements are for your you know for your ideal relationship. So which we call, personality uh, relationship criteria.
2: Personality values. The, your interests, too, right. your your beliefs, but you're also your interest level too, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, your Lifestyle. Lifestyle, all lifestyle that. right? All right. How do you how do you feel that when? How do you know this is working? I mean, is it if somebody goes out? with someone, do they have to have a definite interest on the first date or might the man come back to you and say, well, I liked her, but I'm not sure about this, that, or other. Do you encourage them to go back again for a second date or does it depend? I guess what I'm asking well, is, does it have to be like instant for these people? And will they, will they go out on a second date if it's not instant, particularly when they're paying you for the service?
3: Well, I, I think uh, they value... Your input, and based after each date, we get post date feedback from both sides. And if it's if it's a green light or a yellow light or whatever in that respect, you know we you know I'll I'll probably I'll work to explore a little bit of and find out what you know what's what's the motivation for the the yellow light, say you know in a given instance. But it really depends on exactly what that you know, it might be something very small that really is not all that important and, Mm -hmm. you know, so you just yeah. you know we, I talk to both sides, see what the feedback is after a date, and then I give them a little bit of feedback from the other person, and then make my suggestions if I feel like you know I would okay. say hey you know it's not really that big a deal you might try right you know, so you go just, back you're just, like the
2: mediator in a sense all right Cheryl Why? I have to ask you this question I I had a dating show on a uh, for about seven months on a network program so I interviewed a lot of dating people a lot of dating coaches and. And there was one thing that they all agreed on. So here it is. It's about sex. <laughs> okay. what, what, they, what their advice was, unanimously, was that you, when you meet a new person and you like that person, you do not have intimacy, you do not have sex with that person until there's a commitment in the relationship. How do you feel about that?
3: Absolutely. You agree you, completely. You, yes, yes. I have right. to agree with that. Now, that, I don't so nor- think that
2: includes kissing or hugging or, or that stuff. But I think it, I mean, I, that's what I'm assuming. But I think it includes, you know, really, you know, being intimate and, you know, spending the night and being with that person. They say yes. you really need to wait.
3: I agree. Mm-hmm.
2: And you think it's because it confuses the issue? It clouds the issue?
3: Well, of course it does. <laughs> Uh, when you uh, think about it, you want you want to balance between your heart and your brain, and the only way you can do that is by not adding cloudiness by adding that bonding uh, hormone oxytocin to cloud yeah. the the issues yeah. and and yeah. you know lessen your objectivity about that other person, you know. You're screening and you're assessing and all during this time. It's really hard to remain focused and objective about that other person unless you keep that out of the mix. You're just clouding the issue and, and not really being fair to yourself, the other person, or the relationship. Okay.
2: All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we are talking to Cheryl Hooper. And Cheryl is the owner of Matches by Design. And she is a dating coach and she's a professional matchmaker and dating coach. And she's out of Houston. But you work with, with men and women all over the country, correct?
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: Right. And so we're talking uh, we're talking about dating, we're talking about what are men looking for, what are women looking for, you know, what makes a good match. And so when we come back we'll talk more about this to Cheryl Hooper. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Stay tuned, we'll be right back.
0: Eastern time on the Voice America Variety channel. A wave of change is happening in our world now. A new feminine way of leadership is emerging. Yet this is not about women taking over. This Rise of the Feminine is helping men too. Join host Gina Lazenby, award-winning businesswoman, best-selling author, and speaker on feminine wisdom as she reports on the Rise of the Feminine with inspiring stories of women who are coming into their own and finding their unique purpose. Tune in and join this conversation in the Rise of the Feminine each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel
2: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on Voice America, America's Voice. And we are talking to Cheryl Hooper. And Cheryl is the president and the owner of Matches by Design. She's a professional matchmaker and dating coach. And she talks to people about how they can get the relationship that they want. Welcome back, Cheryl.
3: Thank
2: you. Okay, so let's talk more a little bit more about relationships. So what goes wrong, meaning that you know, where where does it start to fall apart? You know, that the guy calls you and says she's great. The woman says, oh, he's great, right? And two more times they go out and then the third date, someone says, ah. so what, you know, what, what do you think happens that maybe could be prevented?
3: Having uh, realistic expectations going in will ensure a better chance for a good outcome. And a lot of times I think we have a lot, of different things that we think that that other person needs to meet. And really, uh, there's no perfect person or situation out there. If you can realize 75 to 80% of what you're looking for basically as the most important what I call relationship criteria that that person meets, then you have something to work with, and the rest of it is uh Maintaining or establishing some common ground, and it's sort of a give and take relationship uh, mm-hmm. between the two of you, and then you know, so flipping so, it around, you know, and yeah, each so, person has to be willing to yeah. meet on the fifty-yard line, so to speak, exactly. and contribute so, me, equally to the relationship. Yeah, let me and, give you again, an example. you know, what's really important is finding that person that has that percentage, and I'm mm-hmm.
0: right. saying, you know,
3: the higher the percentage the better chance for the relationship to work out. But so, realistically, if you're if you're you can find someone that meets seventy five to eighty percent of what your relationship criteria are, which are non negotiable right. things that you have to have in a relationship right. for your ideal relationship to work, then you have something to work with.
2: Right. So and you're saying you have to go with time, your not-
3: relationships go wrong because Uh, People lack the social skills to be able to communicate effectively with that other partner, uh, have misconceptions about what is being said or not being present in the moment. And you have to sort of dance in the moment and have the skill set to be able to have a relationship. And if you don't have those in a given situation, then you're not what I term date ready and there's okay. nothing wrong with admitting it. It's just being Shiro? aware of the fact that you're not Shiro, and if you're not you then we can supply and help you with that in perhaps some date coaching Shiro, or image me? enhancement. There's a number of different things. It just depends on what your needs are and okay. where you are emotionally from the relationship you're coming okay. out of. Can any you baggage me, that you may have. Any unrealistic okay. expectations okay. and are you healed from an old relationship, there's any number of things that can be involved in, in uh, you know, a relationship so, or with a person, I'm sorry, uh, in, in a relationship. Depending upon where you are, try to assess that, what you're looking for, and try to help you, if you're not date ready, to get there and then to have realistic expectations.
2: All right, folks. Well, folks, let me let you know that Cheryl Hooper is going to be back on with us in a moment. And she's talking about dating and finding the right person in a relationship. And what does that take? And what are the things that are non-negotiable? What are the things that are very important that we have to really look at and know that we're not going to compromise on those things? But then what are the things that we can come to the table with and be 50-50 or negotiate with? And that's what Cheryl's talking to us about, and we're going to have her back on the line in a minute, and um, I actually want to share a story with her about this, because, hi, Cheryl, you're back on. I am.
3: I could not hear you.
2: Yes, I've been trying to to chat and say, Cheryl, you're there, but now you're back. So that's good. So um, I did have a question about everything that you were saying, you know, in terms of you were saying what's non-negotiable. One of the things that I have found, particularly with boomers and older and, you know, people over 50, now they have, if they're divorced and even if they're widowed, right, they have children, most of them, and many of them have grandchildren. So, I think when you come to the table in that kind of relationship, you have to understand that, you know, children and grandchildren are are going to play a big part. Now, whether or not they come first, that can be an issue, but they're going to play a big part in that person's life. And some people have trouble with that. What do you think?
3: I think the person that's right for you, if they, you know, I, I think most people are very accepting in as much as knowing that they have children and grandchildren as well. And uh, someone who has problems or issues with that, they're probably not the right person for you. All right. So find the person who can understand
2: that and can be accepting, yes, is what you're exactly. saying. Exactly. It's your okay. family. All right. All right. Um, what else do you, would you like our audience to know, our listeners to know about relationships? From everything you've seen, when you look at a good relationship or you look at a relationship that isn't, what are the key factors we need to know? I mean, we know one is communication, having open communication, right? Being able to talk.
3: That's one. Yes? Yes. Exactly, and conflict resolution—a uh, large part of the reason for failed relationships is for the lack of skill set in in uh, conflict resolution. Meaning, now, conflict not, resolution
2: meaning they can't they can't talk it out, or they can't come exactly. to resolution, or no, they can't create a win win.
3: A little bit of both. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or one says this is the way it is, and they won't even hear the other person's side.
3: So well, that's. I'm not willing to give. You know, oh, it and is not a give-and-take relationship. Meeting on the 50-yard line will ensure, yeah. you know, yeah. a healthy relationship. And yeah. understanding, too, that you're a person, the other person's a person, and the relationship is the third entity. It's like a three-legged stool.
2: Yes, yes, I've heard that. That's interesting. So one entity is one person, one entity is the second person, and the third person, the third leg, as you said, is the relationship. So it's its own separate thing, the two people exactly. together.
3: Exactly. Exactly, for the health, for the health of the relationship, each party has to contribute equally to the yeah. relationship. Yeah. It can't be one, just one person. In the end, there's going to be resentment or you know, any number of things that can happen. If one person's doing all the work, it's, it's just not going to work. Everyone has to contribute their part, carry their own weight. It's, it's kind of yeah. like a financial-type situation. You know, when you're both working, you both need to contribute and, uh, you know... And it goes yep. as far as emotion, emotional well, welfare as well and right. making so, the relationship work.
2: So what would you, How we have a couple minutes left here to close. So w- how can people find you? If women are interested now, as you said, the men are your clients, so they will pay you to help them find the right person. And then the right. women often then will fill out a big questionnaire and a profile right in depth and give you the information and then you'll try to match it. So what, um, how can, if women are listening to this from anywhere in the country, uh, they can be part of your data bank, if you will. And if men are listening to this and they're looking for the right person, then you will certainly go through your data bank and try to help them. Um, and what, so tell us how they can find you.
3: Uh, I'm at www.matchesbydesign.com, And, uh, my, num- my phone number is 844-220-2164, and we offer ladies for the first three months a uh, free trial basis, and after that, it's for a very nominal fee that you can ma- remain in the database if you so desire. Um, everyone uh, is... is eligible to have a complimentary consult for 30 minutes on the phone. It can be yeah, either Skype great. or if you're, you know, if you're out of the country, it can be on Skype uh, or, yes. you know, okay. whatever. So but, Skype uh,
2: you, Skype works as well. Okay, good. Yes, good. Yes. All right.
3: And, that can, and, and All right. the appointments can be set up online through my uh, website.
2: All right. So I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Stay on the line thank for a minute. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to let people know that my guest has been Sheryl Hooper, and she is the owner of Matches by Design. You can go on to matchesbydesign.com if you're looking to meet a woman or you're looking to meet a man. Again, men are the clients, and the women can fill out questionnaires and, and sure Cheryl will try to match both. Cheryl, it's been enlightening, and I really appreciate you being on the program. Thank you
3: so much. I I really enjoyed being here. Thank you so much for having me. All
2: right. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now.